Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Today I have a super short podcast episode for you, but it's nonetheless as powerful and it's going to really allow us to reflect. If you are a people pleaser, this is for you. And when I'm talking about people pleasing, I'm not talking about that compromise of wanting to do things in order to have a better relationship with other people. I'm talking about that toxic trait that a lot of us have of constantly wanting to please other people, of not taking action because we are so worried about what others are going to think and we allow that thought to stop us from going after our dream life, building everything that we want, going after that promotion, starting that business, getting on that fitness regimen that we've been wanting to do, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're not moving forward because of these people-pleasing tendencies, today I am going to share some of the things that help me really stop being a people pleaser. I know letting go of being a people pleaser can be very challenging, but it's super important, not only for your well-being and happiness, but also for the steps that you need to take in order to build the dream life. None of us want to be worried about what other people are going to think when we're stepping as our highest self, because many times when you are doing this, People are going to comment, people are going to have opinions, and it's important that you are in a place where you take what serves you and you let go of the comments and the ideas, opinions that do not serve you. All right, so let's get into it, amigas. The number one thing we're going to be talking about today is self-awareness. A lot of the steps that I'm going to be sharing with you are going to require you to really sit down and bring up these thoughts that you have when it comes to people-pleasing, specifically to identify what are some of the things that maybe we have kind of allowed to pass by, where we were taking action because of our people-pleasing tendencies rather than because it was something that we wanted to do. So just wanted to put that out there. Really have that self-awareness at the forefront because many of these steps are going to require you to really start with that first step of bringing awareness to this problem, bringing awareness to this in general. So the first thing I want to talk about is recognizing and acknowledging our people-pleasing behaviors. So again, a lot of self-awareness and I am going to be sharing two journal entries at the end that are going to really allow you to dig even deeper 
um, aside from what we're going to be talking about today. So the first step in overcoming people-pleasing tendencies is to really recognize and acknowledge them. When are the times that you feel you didn't take action into something that you really wanted to accomplish because you were so worried about what people were going to say, you were worried about what the comments around you said, you were worried maybe about what our parents think about, you know, some of the goals that we have or anything like that, anyone around you. Pay attention to situations where you find yourself saying yes to things that you actually don't want to do or that you're going out of your way to make other people happy. As a first-generation Latina, I can say there are many times where we have this idea that we have to make our family happy because of all of the sacrifices that they made in order for us to have this life. But I want you to think about it in this way. The fact that you are able to let go of these people-pleasing tendencies are actually a way for you to honor the hard work that your parents put in in order for you to be able to live this life. So many times when we shift our perspective from we're not honoring them in the maybe the decisions that they would make, we're honoring them in that we actually have the power to make different decisions that they were not able to make because they were always in survival mode. So a lot of these things can be seeking help, right? That's one of the things that I feel a lot of times our parents, because they didn't really have the privilege and more than anything, the room to seek for help, to get therapy, to invest in coaching, to really invest in in themselves and their personal growth, some of these investments can seem very foreign to them. And maybe investing, you know, five figure to more than that uh, in a coach or in anything that has with personal development might seem something that they weren't able to do, but you're actually honoring them by doing the work. You're honoring them by working on yourself because that is something that they were not able to do. So recognizing, acknowledging, really allowing yourself to dig deeper on why you are feeling like you need to please other people in order to take action in whatever it is that you want to. The second thing is understanding why we have these people-pleasing tendencies. I think this step really allows us to go back in time and think about a time where it kind of started, right? Whether it was something that was said to us, it was a certain situation or something that we went through that really made us think about other people instead of what we really wanted, this will really help to bring that up. So I want you to reflect on why you have developed this tendency to please others. It could be due to need for validation, fear of rejection, so many things that maybe as a child, it was something that we were needing or we didn't have enough of. And that's why as an adult, we are now having these people pleasing tendencies make decisions for us so understanding the root cause can help you address the behavior and again i'm going to give you some journal prompts at the end of this so that you can dig 
a little deeper into this way. I would say this is something that I navigated a lot through therapy, uh, just going a little deeper on, you know, your childhood and when were the things that maybe took you to that place of always having to worry about what other people said. So this is a step that I would suggest if you find a lot coming from this place to seek for someone to help and just to maybe do a little deeper inner work with this. Number three is to set boundaries. This is huge in anything that you're doing. If you're building a business, if you are building anything from scratch, this is definitely going to be a huge one because it really does translate into the work that you're doing. Even when you're in your nine to five, setting boundaries in the workplace also is so important and it really starts with our personal life. So learning to say no when you need to. Start by setting small boundaries and gradually build up to larger ones. This will really help to you to take control of your time, your energy, and prevent you from being overwhelmed by others' demands. So again, in the 9 to 5 space, how many times have we allowed more work to land on our plate because we're so afraid to say no? In the entrepreneurship space, I feel like a lot of times we put a lot on our plates because either we want to save money, we don't want to seem weak, right? We're in that hustle and grind culture as well that we don't set those boundaries when we really need to take rest. So setting boundaries with your family, you know, there's a lot of things that as a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, you have to do. So making sure that in all areas of your life, you're setting healthy boundaries so that you are not overwhelming yourself and you don't find yourself in a place where you feel burnt out. Because at that point, it's it just really affects you all around. So we definitely want to bring some awareness to where are we not setting boundaries? Where are do we find ourselves saying yes more than we want to when we really want to say no? And I remember this one tip that really helped me when it came to our time, right? A lot of times we say yes and we commit to things that maybe we don't want to do. And it was this idea of if you were asked to do something, if you were invited to something and you start, you know, thinking about like, I really want to say yes because I want to be there for this person. But is this something that if it was tomorrow, you would say no to? then more than more than likely you will probably say no to you know when the date comes so just thinking about if this was something that was really important you would make time for it, even if it was the next day but if it's really not important if it's not helping you grow if it in your relationships right in your career in your personal growth in the conversations like just in general if it's not something that's going to give value to your life and happiness or in other ways, then saying no to it, even if it's in advance, with time in advance, it's important for us to really set that boundary. The next thing that really helped me with people pleasing was making time for myself. 
This year specifically, I decided to go even a little further and I set out to do my first solo trip where I went on a self-development conference slash event and it was a whole trip of its own. Got my hotel on myself, um, traveled by myself, met amazing people at the event, but really made time for myself during the trip as well so that I can really have quality time to just be with me and I think um, after becoming a mom I didn't really have a lot of time to myself and just to be with myself and my own thoughts and like take myself out to eat you know it wasn't something that I was really doing before that you know through my marriage like I found myself really depending on my husband of like doing certain things and not necessarily that I was aware or it was something intentional from myself or him, but it was just this sort of, I found that I was always surrounded by someone from when I was just a younger girl. I was very attached to my family, so I that was something that I started to realize that I wanted to spend more time with myself and get to know myself. So after becoming a mom, it was something that really came up for me. And the more I did self-development work, the more I did inner work, the more I realized it's okay to be by yourself. It's okay to, you know, have time where you just think and listen to your own thoughts and unpack them and reflect and write them down just really get to know who you are, what you want, what your mission is, and so many other things. So this year specifically, I really set out to do more things on my own. And I went on this trip, which was transformational. It wasn't even like abroad or anything. It was a trip to San Francisco. I went with my coach. She had an event. And I just really felt like I needed to make this trip. And this moment for myself to just be with myself and think to myself and take myself out to eat, like I mentioned before, it really allowed me to have that time to love on myself. So I would say that is the next thing, really prioritizing yourself, making time for yourself making time to really reflect on how the week went or what are some of the things that I want to change? What are some of the things that I want to improve on? So focus on your own needs and wants. Amiga, you're invited to my free masterclass, The Five Key Steps to Build Your Dream Life. In this masterclass, you will learn how to use self-awareness tools to make better decisions in life and business Gain clarity in order to define your goals, master confidence to start believing in yourself, how to take consistent action in order to achieve what you want, and how to build an impactful community of like-minded people who cheer for you, inspire you, and most importantly, support you. Getting out of your own way is so hard, amiga. I know you might have a lot of goals, many ideas, but you don't know where to start you have everything within you. So join us on Thursday, May 18th at 5.30 p.m. PST or 7.30 p.m. Central Time so that you can get the tools you need to make that dream life a reality.
you sign up for our free masterclass, you will be the first to get access to sign up for the next round of my signature group coaching program, Mujeron University. Use the link below to register. You don't want to miss this. See you soon, amiga. And make sure that you are taking care of yourself first. Make sure that you are scheduling time with yourself, whether it's to do some of the things that you like, a hobby, maybe going out for a walk, exercising, journaling. Just make sure that every day you have a few minutes to yourself before you start your day or before you end your day. Your day. I think there's this idea that by prioritizing our own needs, we feel like we're being selfish. And again, if you're a first-generation Latina, we weren't really used to seeing our parents prioritizing themselves. I don't remember a time where my mom really just had time to herself, at least in my household, and many of my clients share the same idea of how our moms, our parents always put us first, always put their family first. And this can really bring that up where we feel like oh my god are we being selfish should we be like that too but i can assure that if my mom put herself first and was really going after what she wanted there are many things that maybe would have changed in the way that you know she feels today and just in general having more time to herself so don't feel like this is you being selfish, but rather making sure that you are happy, you are fulfilled before having to help and please others. This is something that in order for you to be a better mom, a better wife, a better daughter, a better sister, all of the things that you do, you will show up better in a better version of yourself if you are taking care of yourself first. All right, the next one is almost along the same lines as the one that we were talking about before, but I want you to focus more on self-compassion. Remember that it's okay to make mistakes and that you are worthy of love, respect, and everything you want in this life regardless of how much you please others. Being kind to yourself is so important and we need to practice self-compassion in order for us to get better at that. So any negative thought, any time that you feel like you failed, like you made a mistake, being very intentional on how you are talking to yourself. There is one... Um, activity that I do with my clients where I have them write down all of the negative self-talk, all of that self-doubt, all of those things that really come up for you and think about how you would never say those things to anyone else. You would never just out of nowhere walk up to someone and say all of the negative things that sometimes you tell yourself. And I always ask, why do we tell ourselves these things if we would never do it and say it to anyone else? So I want you to be very intentional with how you are talking to yourself, with the thoughts that come up about yourself, 
And it's okay to have those thoughts, right? Because we're human and they're going to come up. But being intentional of very quickly switching them out, very quickly taking a moment, taking a step back, apologizing to ourselves. Like, do we ever really do that, right? Having that moment of saying, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Taking it back and replacing those thoughts and practicing self-compassion. Being kind to yourself is so important when it comes to people-pleasing because the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we think about ourselves is so powerful that there are times where we begin to believe this. And if we are pleasing people out there who maybe are negative and are saying these things to ourselves or are saying these things to us, and then we are also saying these things to ourselves, then we're definitely going to start believing these thoughts. And I want you to understand the power of how you speak to yourself is huge. It's, it's huge. And the moment that you start talking to yourself with self-compassion, you start being kind to yourself, then you start to believe those thoughts. So it doesn't matter what other people say about you. It doesn't matter what they think, their opinions. If you believe all of the good thoughts, all of the positivity that you've been telling yourself, you will not allow those things to hurt you. You will not allow those things to set you back. You won't allow those things to keep you from taking the action that you want. So self-compassion is super important. And the last thing that I want to share with you, and I might have this point in every single episode because it truly was something that really helped me, seeking support. And this can even be your friends, your family members who really support you in your journey to overcome people-pleasing tendencies. The people that, you know, relate to you, looking for community, somewhere that you feel validated, somewhere that you feel like they understand you, right? A lot of times, a community like Mujer on Movement, where you meet other women who are building their dream life, who are stepping into their highest self, those people can really understand you, hold space, allow you to feel safe in order for you to share this stuff. Seeking support with a mentor, a therapist, a coach is super important. Uh, finding so that they can really help you figure out where it is that you need to work on And more than anything, the mindset aspect, right? Of like when we believe this, these thoughts that we are positive and we start talking to ourselves like that, then we start to believe that it doesn't matter what other people think about us. So I really hope this helped. I really, really hope this resonated with you and that if you are someone that is struggling with people pleasing This is just a reminder that you're not alone. It's never too late to start your journey on getting and overcoming people-pleasing. And it's truly something that we can, we all relate to and we can all work on. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper, I want to invite you to my free masterclass. It's happening on May 18th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. 
And we're going to go deep into the five steps of how to build your dream life. This is the type of content. This is the type of conversations that we're going to have inside this free masterclass because I really want to share with you what are the five key steps that help me overcome all of this negativity, all of the things that didn't allow me to take action and really step into who I knew I was meant to be. I hope that you can join us. There's a link on the show notes where you can register. If by any chance you can make it that day, make sure that you still register because you will be getting a recording. So in case you can't make it, you'll still be able to watch the replay of that free masterclass. And by signing up to this free masterclass, you will be the first to get access to Mujeron University, which is my 12-week group coaching program where we really go even deeper into all of this stuff. So I hope that you can make it. I can't wait to see you on May 18th learn from you, what are some of the goals that you have, what are some of the things that you're working on, and the best part is that you'll be able to chat and connect with like-minded women. Amiga, muchísimas gracias for sticking with me on this episode. I can't wait to see you and talk to you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.